I wonder what that shit gonna do at the box office. I'm so curious. I don't think that movie came out in theaters, did it? Or did it? Let me see if there's. Oh yeah, it did. They showing it at Sawgrass Mall. <laughs> I'm pretty sure some old ass white guys is going up. Two tickets for the Kurt Warner. Yeah, and they movie. only got a four o'clock and a seven o'clock showing. Oh, at Sawgrass. oh yeah. As a guy that worked at the movie theaters, I'm gonna tell you now, that's bad. Four <laughs> that's seven bad. That's bad. We're not checking for that movie, my guy. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. I don't know anybody who's coming up. First, I wonder how the conversation was. Did they come up to Kurt Warner and be like, "Hey, man, let's let's give you a, let's get you a movie out there." Um. If I did want to see the day, it's a setback. Every time I see the cage, you got warfare. If you do, then we can play. It got real dark. All right, bro, I see the way. It could be not your cheese. Mine is shorty Frito Lay. I look both ways across the streets, and that shit still wasn't safe. I don't go to church. Man, damn, I need to pray. S O S A B A B Y Gang. Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast. I'm your host, June. I'm here with Big Game James. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome real. back. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. As we are uh, recording from the Sunshine Vintage Club Studios. The headquarters. You feel me? The Watchtower. Shout out to them. <laughs> Y'all know the vibes. Listen, go to sunshinevintageclub.com. You get 30% off uh, for the holidays. Buy something for you know your mom, dad, sister, brother, uncle, cousin, friend. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Buy something. It's a vintage shop. They got uh, a bunch of hats. They got a bunch of polos. They got a bunch of thrift tees. They got they got all the vibes there. So and on top of out. that, it's it's uh, it's Christmas time. Why not? You know why not get the get the discount off? You know what I'm saying? Use the code ATSPOD30 at checkout. You're gonna get thirty percent off of your total. And uh, yeah, tell them we sent you. ATSPOD sent you. But man, week fifteen of the NFL. Black college football being a game, I didn't, I didn't. That that one kind of took me by surprise today. Uh, we we seen a lot. Lawrence Taylor was arrested this week, and this COVID protocol has been kind of the biggest thing in sports. You know, we 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 want to overlook it and we want to kind of kind of keep putting it past everything, but. This is the know. biggest thing in basketball, to be real with you. 100% there's, basketball, there's but nothing no, we, going just on basketball. Saw, we just saw football have to postpone games, and we have a 5 o'clock Monday night football game and an 8 o'clock. We got two Tuesday games. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the ignorant fan here. What? I like it. I'm on front, oh, man. Of course. I like of course, it. We like it. The reason it's different with basketball is because basketball is so oversaturated that there's games on every night, so we're used to it. And now it feels like, oh, shoot. There's no game or or this game got postponed. But at the end of the day, basketball, there's 82 games. Football, you know, when you see typically every week you're scheduled to play on a Sunday. Now these guys are going to have to go Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and then what, turn around and hopefully they have a, those who play tomorrow. No, y'all already had your bye week. So what, do you yeah, play Sunday? Yeah, we do. I know, right? Tell Wednesday, then Sunday? Talk about how, how do you install a game plan, rest your body, and practice for the next opponent. Well, I mean, in our case, I'll be real with you. We was kind of dealing with an injury. Hurts is out. Well, I mean, he should be back now, you know, um, with the, with the case, two weeks off. In your case, Minshew came and... I'm not going to jump on that train. Won a game. I'm not going to jump. Don't take me there. He won a game. I'm not going to hype up uh, Minshew. I'm just saying. He, he played the Jets. Fair. He played the Jets. I, I expect him to win that. Oh, Antoine Randall. 
arena football. Yeah, he was arena football. But uh, shout out to him. <laughs> um, with the COVID shit, since we here with best with football, I I can say it's not really like that effective. I mean, they're postponing games, but at least they're postponing games, and like we still get the full effects of the game. With basketball, it sucks because now like they have like. Right, they don't got so desperate that they don't bring Kyrie Irving back. Like right. basketball, and it's wild because we was talking a lot of the like we we gave the NBA a lot of props about handling the COVID shit and doing it right. Yeah. Now it's like, yeah, well, we yeah. see at a point where they're like, okay, this new variant, it's it's kind of a common cold, and they're saying like they're considering if you test positive but are asymptomatic. You might still be able to play because at this point, well, to put it out there, <laughs> a lot of those players, a lot of those players, they don't have COVID. They're just like they have to follow the health protocol. So it's like it's really right. It's you really have to the, come back with the negative test. It's really the NBA biting himself in that, uh, biting himself in the ass because it's just like yo, y'all, y'all made created the rules. exactly. Now look what happened with yeah. y'all created these rules. Yeah. We got like superstars out. We yeah. got like yo, we have teams with like five players out because of COVID. Like. That shit started with the Bulls. Damn that the whole team was on the fucking uh Yeah, that bench. was right when the Heat played the Bulls too. I'm sh- I'm not sure how the Miami Heat didn't really get killed with the COVID protocol thing, so. But see, that's the thing though. It's like I feel like everybody is thinking about it like, "All right, boom, you go on this protocol shit, that's probably because you have COVID." I'm pretty sure that's what like the ordinary fan thinks. But a lot of them NBA players who like are in this like who goes into the health protocol? It's really because like you violated the protocols. Yeah. You have to go like sit down for a few days. Yeah, but the fact that they're putting themselves in that position is still eye opening because it's, uh, it's it's damn near half the league. Like they literally are bringing back Mario Chalmers to the G League. Bro, I seen that. Everybody's coming back now. So, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of who's next to be honest to come back. Larry Sanders type guys and shit like that. It feels like you know. It feels like uh, wrestling. When, like, that one guy comes out, you're like, oh, my God, he's come back. That's how I feel like in the NBA. Yeah. So, I, was, I mean, honestly. I wasn't bro, expecting Chalmers to come back, though. In the NBA, I haven't been too entertained this year. I haven't been. It's hard to be entertained. Like, I you can't even watch, like, the best players play. Involved, you know, especially with the Heat. You know, Jimmy Butler been missing games. Bam Adebayo is going to be out for another five, six weeks or four or five weeks. and. I feel bad for the fans to be real with you. Like those people who buy tickets, no, no, like no, no, you no, going, no, no. no you going there to watch the ticket though. Like you know, the, you know the vibes. People who buy the tickets you know in the advance. Vibes. Then. When two months ago, I mean, I get it, yeah, but you know the vibes. Why are you planning? You can't plan. Okay, so I think that as humans, we have to understand that we have to plan things and go about things differently <laughs> in this COVID age that. because you can't promise two months from now. You know what I'm saying? Watching like G League players, like it's yeah. like G League games going on, man. Yeah. And and so and so with all that being said, I don't care to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. As far as it, like, don't get me wrong. You got anything you want to say about the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> say it now. It, it's fucking up the NBA a lot. It's fucking well, up the NBA. Bad. Um, I'll just put it like this: I'm very curious about what they're gonna do. Because I know the NBA do not want to uh, take another break, right. especially with Christmas coming around, and it sucks because it's, it's all about business. That's yeah. the that's the nastiest part yeah. about it. To be real with you, NBA on Christmas does save the day, though. Let's let's be real, bro. You know how they be showing like the fucking players, like the best players on each team. I'm afraid of who they gonna show right. on each team. Like I'm afraid but Gary Payton Jr. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid of who they gonna show. Yo, versus like. Gabe Vincent. 
That's nasty. They got both of their like right. them boys they ain't never seen them boys ain't never seen their face on like Crazy. some shit like that before. Crazy. Like so, look, we're gonna do this, bro. We're gonna talk about Week 15 in the NFL. Let's get to because it. Because after this, I want to talk about the uh, the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley fight. I, I do want to <laughs> kind of brush up on that and uh, see what we could see what we could get out of that. That was that was entertaining. Uh, the knockout was entertaining, but back to Week 15. Some highlights and some key some key things, you know, I think last night was a big game where the Saints were able to beat the Bucks for the second time and not only have the two division wins against them, but in the process, the Bucks lose Mike Evans. He has a hamstring. They lose Godwin. Godwin tears his ACL. And they also lose Leonard Fournette, who's gonna miss a few weeks. So Got Mike Mike Evans, I think, is going to be okay to play next week, and he'll be fine. But Lenny too. Fournette, now Fournette, I think, is going to miss a few weeks. Um, I think he's going to miss a few weeks. And Chris Godwin, obviously, they thought oh, yeah. he was going to miss the regular season. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, they doubled back and said, like, yo, he's With done for the rest of the year. With a MCL, and then they come back and say, he, we took the uh, CAT scan or the MRI and checks out that he's done for the year. So I just know that that's a big blow to a team in the NFC that, is really, really poised to win a back-to-back championship and, and go on the run. So with them having that number one seed or the Packers having the number one seed, like whoever has that is going to have the keys to the NFC because if the Packers are in Lambeau for that NFC championship game, it's tough to beat them. Don't you hate games like that? One game where everybody just fucking gets injured out of nowhere. That that yeah. sucks. Yeah. And adding there, it's the first time Brady's been shut out in fifteen years. Like, yep. that's fucking crazy. Yep. But um, Saints defense, though, we got to give them credit. You know, they they were they yeah. Were I give play them. And they didn't give Brady any time to have any uh, middle of the field presence and stuff like that. So. I give him credit. You know, you shut Brady out no matter who's And they were getting on him, too. Like, it was yeah. it was, it was sacking Brady. I, was yo, people want to talk about it, but that Buccaneers O-line, man, it, it's a uh, little suspect, man. It's a uh, little suspect. This is the most I can remember Brady getting touched. I'm not used to seeing Brady yeah, get touched I, like I'll that. I'll give credit to a good de- – I mean, granted, there's a lot of good defenses in the league, but I'll give credit to a good divisional opponent who was hungry, knew they had to get to Brady and play defense to win the game. I'll give them that. Uh I don't want to put their O line because Dwayne Smith, Tristan Wirfs, Ali Mar- uh, Vera, Vera, Ali Marpe, Vera Tucker. You know these guys are are good. So I wouldn't do that. But another takeaway from could you say it's team, not meshing? What's that? Like, could you say that the O line maybe is not like meshing or not they're not all. on the I same page? I think the page? Bucks are totally fine. Yeah, I think the Bucks are totally fine. Chris Godwin is the is the problem. Losing Chris Godwin to me is a problem. This yeah. is where a guy like Antonio Brown is going to step up in the playoffs and on the last few days of the uh, last few weeks of the season. So, I don't know. I, I think the Bucks will be fine. They're going to have to face the Packers or the Cardinals and, and or the Rams. They're a tough team, though. I, I give them that. Like, they compete. So, even against, even against teams like that, watching how the Packers played against the Ravens, I – you know, I wouldn't – I mean, the Buccaneers are in trouble, but it's trouble to, like, yo, y'all can kind of, like – Manage. Yeah, y'all can manage to I be mean, real you with you. you still have Mike Evans. You still have Gronk. You still have Howard. You still have Bray. You still have uh, Antonio Brown coming back. You still have Fournette, you know, for the future. You still have – And plus, I guarantee that won't happen Giovanni again. Bernard. The Buccaneers not putting up a single point. I doubt that will happen again. Of course. So. The, the, the alarming thing is that the Saints have Brady's number. You know, we can argue that. 
Yeah. They good, always they the always have the number. The good thing is that Brady's not going to have to worry about the Saints in the playoffs. So that's that's what I'll say from there. So going back to NFC playoff picture-wise, teams like the Packers, teams like the Rams, teams like the Cardinals. Those are the teams that I get worried about. Those team with a lot of firepower. So DeAndre Hopkins is missing the regular season or the rest of the season? He's missing the regular season, and they're hoping that he comes back okay. for it. So with that being said, I don't know that the Cardinals are true contenders. Not that I don't know. I don't think the Cardinals are I've been true seeing, contenders. Honestly, I've been seeing, say, I've been seeing on, a trend with that a lot. Like players supposed to be coming back from the post postseason, and I'm just like, I, this isn't basketball. It's either y'all going to be here or not. Well, postseason can fly quick. I mean, in a sense, because – it's 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 also it's not like he'll come back in the second round. It's more so you know we're, we hope to have him ready for wild card or divisional week, whatever we play. But the Cardinals, we see last week they lose to the Lions, right? And they get blown out, embarrassed. They they don't have their number one wide receiver, and it all of a sudden becomes a problem. Then we see uh, what was the other team that they uh, they struggled with. Carolina. It was, Carolina. It was? Yeah. Okay. And then I remember just, you know, early in the season, like, they've had a good season. They've played good football. But we've seen a lot of times late in the game versus, uh, I think it was the Vikings with the field goal. I'm so, like, I'm I'm, I'm not sold in. on them. And Cliffs Kingsbury and Kyler Murray haven't showed me enough consistency. Well, you're not sold on the Cardinals? Right. No. I. You know, it's crazy. I feel like. Don't get NFC? me wrong. Don't get me wrong. They're a good team. Are you sold on the Cardinals to win the NFC? No, I'm not. Uh, only reason why I'm not sold on them because I feel like they're a good, like they're they're an entertaining team. But far as like an actual actual playing against like an actual good team, I don't really bet on them. I wouldn't be surprised if they do come out and win it because they're not they're not a bad team. It's crazy though. I'm always no. Imp- they're a good team. I'm always impressed with uh, Kyler just throwing that shit deep from but, like okay, way who was deep the game in the pocket. That Kyler Mur- oh, the Rams. It was the Rams. So. I'm sorry. So I was real quick. So I was trying to show me a tweet, but it was on his messages. I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to show me. What's going on? I'm going to read the tweet. No, it says men pick their favorite sports team when they're like 11 and let it make them upset for the rest of their life. I I retweeted it. That's facts. That's fucking true. That's true as hell. Um, They lost to who was it the other week when Kyler Murray took the sack to lose the game? The Rams, right? On Thursday night or that was Thursday night or Monday night. That was the Cardinals Monday. Rams. Monday. Last Monday night? Yeah, yeah, Monday. Yeah, it was last Monday. So, you know, the, when they play good teams in the NFC, like the Packers, they played the Packers, and they had a chance to win. A.J. Green and Kyler Murray miscommunicated. But look at how things are coming down to the end of their games and how they close things out. It's not going to work. I think the Colts this weekend go to Arizona – and run the ball all over the Cardinals and don't let Kyler Murray just go run around, run around and make I all think, these plays. I think with the Cardinals, I feel like it's easy to figure them out, really. Like it is. It's easy to figure them out. And that's bad on their end, but they're a big playmaking team. So if you let them capitalize on the spark plays and Christian Kirk forty yards downfield, they're you know, a wild, make his plays. They're they're a wild playmaking team. That's how I feel. Cause like, yo, Kyler Murray would drop back for like forty yards and then just throw that bitch like all the way yeah, downfield. That's just not sustainable. That's just not sustainable. Especially against teams like the Packers, um, Bucks, you, Bills. Even I don't think the Bills. You know, the Bills have been showing signs of little weaknesses, but I don't know that the Monday Night Football game. I'll what percentage do you think they'll much. come out to win the, the NFC? Like, what percentage you give them? I give them. I don't like give a, them any percent chance to win the NFC. I give them seventy percent, seventy to sixty. 
Seventy to sixty. Seventy to sixty. Crazy. Seventy to sixty. So who who gets the other thirty percent? Oh wait, no, 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 come on! I, I don't, I don't want to shift this off to someone else getting a thirty compared to someone else's, you know. So Green, I, Green Bay? Oh, I give it like a ninety, ninety percent chance. But wait, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, you can't give three different teams. No, no, everybody has their own set of percentage. Of making the playoffs, every team. No, 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 no. Yeah. Coming out the NFC. Oh, coming out the NFC, yeah. So One team yeah, comes out the NFC. Ah, oh, come on, man! I can't no, give no, everybody no. their own set of percentage. How does that make sense? That doesn't even make sense. If this team is gonna come out. They have a 70% chance. That means between the rest of all the other teams, they have a 30% chance. And now you got to divide that. Oh, man. See, I wasn't thinking about dividing well, Let's it. start thinking about <laughs> all right, no, so no, 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 I no. have a chance the Cardinals <laughs> to come out of the NFC? All right, man. Now I got to divide it. Oh, man. Come on, man. You're thinking too hard, James. Like a 20% chance? Yeah, I'm at like the five. I'm at 5%. All right, man. When, when I got divided, I give him like, yeah, 20. Saying, I got to divide. <laughs> if I got divided, I give him like 20. <laughs> it's about one team coming out of the NFC. How high are you giving them to come out? You said 70%. That sounds outrageous. Wait, and this is their – they have two back-to-back losses. Bro, they don't – they never even – they haven't had a playoff win since when? Let's not – all right, all right. Let's not talk about the Cardinals like they're a bad team. Now. They're the one of the best in the playoff game. When was the last time they won a division? When was the last time they – They just got to this point, so I wouldn't hold them to that. The Cardinals okay, were bad so in the past. Okay, so you just got here. We ain't going to sit here and put no expectations on some 70% chance to fucking beat Brady and Aaron Rodgers on the road. Not happening, Captain. And he's still doubting it, but I mean, <laughs> go ahead. You be trying to find a way, but it just—it don't make sense. Um, we'll see though. We'll see Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray if they make the magic. Man, he looked at loss up there. The NFC. He looked at loss up there. The post covered. I can't let you do that. Bro. King plural himself, but uh, <laughs> Sal, what is that? One? Can you get a definition, Sal? Looked it. Looked it. Looked it. How do you even spell that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> looked. Two, uh, it, double, double, E-D-D. E-D-D. Yeah, yeah, double, yeah, double the E-D's. Double the E-D's. I look at it at it. I look at it at it. You, if you're going to say looked it, just say look at it. There's no, there's no <laughs> word in the dictionary. Yeah, I didn't think market. so. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm going to wait. Time's out. Time's out. I'm an innovator. Well, let's get this going. I, I've definitely, so, so I've definitely this. heard that. I've definitely heard that one before. So. What, looked it? <laughs> looked it. Come yeah. on, man. I started with me. Uh, it just spread it. It's just the past tense of look. Looked it. Look this I know, but like. I know, but but if I'm the innovator, if I'm the innovator, I'm creating it, man. It's the first one here, first one on the planet. Okay, yeah, so come on, man, the 70% innovator. Seventy percent chance. Yeah, seventy percent chance that I can, you know, make that pop off. But uh, back to back to the <laughs> NFC. Um, yeah, I, I like the fact that we're in this December football stage, and we already know in the NFC who's who. In the AFC, we know who's who. However. We don't know how it's going to shape out and finish because teams like Tennessee, Indianapolis, the Ravens, and the Tennessee surprised me. Another team in the wild card today, or another team in the wild card that I'm not thinking of. But even the, I mean, teams like the Dolphins. I don't want to go so far and give them the chance. They've won six in a row, and I respect it. But they need too much, too much to go right for them to uh, to make the playoffs. Am I lying? Yeah, you are. Am I? All right. So where where are the Dolphins sitting at? So, do they control their own destiny? I don't believe out. so. If they went out, absolutely, because I was actually looking at the okay. today, and a lot of the teams that are ahead of them play each other. So, it's like either way, either way one of those teams is going to lose. Right. It's going to help, obviously, they need to win. Right. And now, now, okay, so 
the fact that now I know that it seems like they can control their legacy, do they have a fair schedule to to Tennessee? Well, they got Monday night this week against the Saints. Monday night versus Saints. Tennessee Titans. Titans. I think in Tennessee, and then we get the Patriots at home. Tennessee. There's some yeah. tough games. Tough games. And that's all three solid defenses. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that right there. So, I, I let's be real. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's a pipe dream for the Dolphins to make the playoffs. And, honestly, they're not a team that is going to be worth watching in the playoffs. They're still at the stage where they're growing. They're trying to get better. And shout-out to them for winning six straight. It's not like they, they just did it magically. They've First actually been playing. Seven straight, then Really good football. Say that For again. For real? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's that? Was that? They don't really they hear lost, you too good, Sam. So. They lost seven in a row, and then they won six in a row. First team to do it. First team to do that. Yeah, that is one of those what the fuck yeah, stats. Like, why are you even searching that up? So you, so you <laughs> won week one and then lost seven straight? Yeah, and then now we won six straight. I didn't know the Dolphins lost seven straight. Yeah. Yeah. We should have won. We lost on that. Missed field goal to Jacksonville and London. We lost by I two remember points that. to Atlanta. And then we lost on the field goal to the Raiders. We should realistically be 10-4. And, and not going to lie, the Raiders game, they, they bucked you on yeah, the uh, Will Fuller... Will Fuller, no pass interference call. But let's not get strung up on the Dolphins here. There's a lot of better teams in the AFC. There's a lot better teams in the AFC, like teams like the Patriots, who... Shocked me. Shit to bed on Saturday night on the road against... An old rival. It's not a. It's not a current rival. We're trying to build it back up, but it's an old rival, and the game does mean something, especially on prime time. So, going into that game, did you have the Patriots or the Colts winning? Either of y'all. I don't. I know. think the Colts. I I had not, I had a thought that the Colts could win, just because it was at home and like I get the hype around the Patriots, but I don't. Really I'll be real. I had the Colts. I don't know. I'm. I mean, the hype around the Patriots. I'm not really sold on it. It's just. Yeah, it's I don't know that the there. Patriots. I'm not, I'm not sold on it. In, in like, I think that, like I said, we're in December, so final form is is what we're approaching on teams, and, and we know who teams are. We've seen what they're used to, and uh, I think teams like the Saints, if if the Patriots would have played them now, it would have been a little worse. And I don't know what other defense the Patriots played that was really great. Can can I get so. fact checked? Fact They've got check. four so losses. They lost to the Saints. They lost to the Buccaneers. They lost to the Cowboys. Okay. So. Maybe the Chargers. Yeah, don't get me wrong. The they they got some They got some impressive wins. Wins that I didn't like. I didn't expect them to beat the Chargers to be real. Oh, they lost year. to the Dolphins as well. Yeah, oh, at the beginning of the year, yeah. They beat the Jets. They beat the Texans. They beat the Jets again. Chargers, Panthers, Browns. I'm not Browns. sold, man. I'm not sold, man. It's, not, it's 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 a solid resume for a rookie quarterback, you know, and, and stepping in a big spot, defense coming back. Because remember, the Patriots last year were abysmal. They tried the Cam Newton thing. Half of their team sat out because of COVID. It was just it, it was, was a nasty. It was a sloppy they nasty back, season for them. They're at ten and what are they at? Ten nine and five? Ten and five. They're at ten and five, and they have some solid wins, and they have some. Some some weird outcomes of games and and Mac Jones had some questionable. The biggest thing is, is they have losses against the top NFC teams. There we go. And let's be real: Do we really see Mac Jones going into playoffs and really taking this team over a hump of multiple playoff wins? I don't. Especially if you got to play like a team like yeah, I I don't. Yeah, that's why I'm not sold on the hype. Right. They they kind of just shitted them though because. And not to say they can't get it still, but Kansas City right now, they're playing good. They don't look like they're going to just give up an easy loss again for the rest of the year. Nine and five, not 
nine and five are the Patriots. Um, Kansas City, if they they're at number one right now because the Colts lost. So that shit rolling. I out. mean, because the Patriots lost. So if Kansas City gets that Arrowhead, you nobody wants to see them for the you know for the foreseeable future. Like they're just now starting to click on offense. Right. Yeah, it's starting to roll now. Right. I, I'm interested to see uh, the Bengals. Can I get the Bengals? I mean, were y'all surprised? I mean, are y'all surprised though? Because I figured the Can- I figured Kansas is gonna come around sooner or later. Like I wasn't like. Well, what was surprising about the Chiefs is how they weren't clicking. So yeah. it wasn't like we knew they would come around, but we thought they'd been come around. This is a scenario in when Dolphins can make it. They're they're I, let's see. They're a since he's a four seed right now. They get the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Bucks. Since he's at the four seed? Over the Colts? Damn. Colts got the five seed. And Cincinnati has a tie break over Baltimore based on head-to-head win percentage. So, I, I don't know why they're that's, that's why I wanted to get into this AFC conversation. Oh, you know why? Because they lead the North. That's why. Right. That's why. Right. And the Ravens just lost to the Packers, too. So, that really hurt them. Let's talk about uh, the Ravens. Two weeks back-to-back where they lose. Oh, no, not two weeks back-to-back, but... Yeah, it was back-to-back? Okay. Three weeks back-to-back. Well, all no. All losses by two or less. Okay. And two of them were on two-point conversions, literally. With the hardball, hard man. Nah, but... Packers and Steelers. All right, let's talk about it. I like the calls on both games. On the first game, you got a division opponent. You're going down the field to score. You have the opportunity to score. Your quarterback doesn't make the great play because he rushes the throw from pressure. You're tight end. You're throwing into the best tight end in the league, or the second best tight end in the league. And that boy, Marvin, what a uh, guy! You know, hey, if you didn't rush the throw, the play was the play was there. That was a great call. Now, are we still talking about the Pittsburgh game? The first one, yeah. The all right, the first one. I understand going for the two. I get it. You got Lamar. Everybody's there. The second you got one, Tyler Huntley starting over Lamar Jackson. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done it. Yo. You got Tyler Huntley starting over Lamar Jackson. You're playing Aaron Rodgers. You don't think that Tyler Huntley is going to go throw for two touchdowns and run for two touchdowns. So now the fact that you're here, you found a way. I don't even know how they found a way to come back on their ass. They find a way. Now they have a chance to take the lead, and it's either going to be we take the lead and our defense holds Aaron Rodgers, which Aaron Rodgers probably would have came back down and scored anyways. However, Here's our chance. We could say we have a chance to win and beat Aaron Rodgers right now with our defense versus let's just go to overtime and, one, give Aaron Rodgers those same 40 seconds that he has right now to go try to get a field goal. Two, go to overtime, say he get the ball first. Are we getting it back? Three, if we get the ball first in overtime, is Tyler Huntley going to be able to really truly get us in the end zone again? I would have I would have lived with taking my chances going into overtime, especially that's with a, scary. Spe- scary I money mean, don't make money, dog. Marquise Brown was, was wide open. If it was you watch the replay, going, it was scary he going was into open. that game. So if your quarterback on both two point conversions makes the right play, you win both games. And now you're sitting at probably the third seed in the AFC. You're fighting for like you're not fighting. You're not doing these moves because you just want to beat this team. No, you want to go and play and say, listen, we need to be. Home field advantage over everybody but the number one seed. I can't. No, I, I wouldn't. I'm not comfortable putting the game into but my why, backup. Why? Why? What, what is your argument? You're saying he's no. a backup because he's a backup quarterback and he's not Lamar Jackson. That's why I wouldn't do so that. So you want him to go to overtime take my, and have to try to score again? Yeah, he got us back into the game. I would take my chances in overtime to him doing it again. I don't know. Yeah, I yo, I would know. do it because now you got to look at it like he's a backup quarterback. There's a high chance 
that he doesn't do this compared to. I would take my chances going into overtime and. But then, you're like, on the two point. You're on the two yard line, bro. That's all right. That's a, that's you the want situation him to go to overtime, a lot of cases. Get the ball back at the twenty five and drive down the field again when you could just do right, it he right got, now. You seen that game? He was he got him back in the game. So yo, why he was making you some smart plays. That he could make that one play because it's different. Yo, it's the pressure. Yeah, it's coach, the pressure of putting. It's wait what? <laughs> what you mean? Wait what? <laughs> I didn't have a kicker. Who's coach? Oh, you wouldn't have a kicker? I would do just like that high school coach. Every, oh, yeah, just every, every time. Yeah, I know, right? I know, right? That's crazy. That's the, bro, that's the way that football should be played. You're going to win at all times. Yeah, but. I don't, I don't say, I say don't go for it on fourth if you're, like, inside your 30-yard line. But everywhere after that, I feel that. Yeah, Especially I, if it's less than fourth and six. Especially if you're fucking one and 16. That too. Like, why, why but to but my thing is, I, I feel it's a bit contradicting that. He did all this. He had the four touchdowns, two rushing. To, you know, nobody in Ravens history has two touchdowns rushing and two passing in the same game except for Tyler Huntley. So he did this. He has the capability of, you know, starting and, and playing pretty good against a team like the Packers. Why not give him the opportunity on the goal line? Because then if you go into overtime and you do win that coin toss and you go down and you win, boom. Yeah, but it's not for But you're, it's now you, you, just had to, you just gave me three different things. That had to go right. You have to get to overtime, you have to win the coin toss, and you have to go down and win. When you could say, listen, right now on this play, we could draw it up and get in. And then if y'all don't, y'all we lose. We fucking lost, yeah. But guess what? If we, but if, then if, if I go, go to overtime, overtime and I win. But, dog, no, let's be real, James. Backers, I'm not going to ask my backers, backup. I'm not going to ask my backers, backup quarterback to do that, bro. Like, he's the backup. He's the one who got you here, though. Especially if he has bro, and I'm, he just got you here. And like I said, bro, Marcus. If he got Brown me two rushing touchdowns, open. I'll take my chances with him doing it again in overtime. Exactly, that's what he's saying. No, 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 no. No, he, he's saying I'm he's saying he should have went for the two. I say he should have kicked the field goal and just took it into overtime. overtime. I would have took it into overtime. I, said, I think it's different when you play teams of that caliber. I think what they're thinking is like, oh, fuck, they got. We can't get his boy any other chances. He already has another chance because there's still time on the clock. It makes sense to kick a field goal with the best kicker that's ever played football. Absolutely, but no. football has turned into an analytics game. So it's like, what are my chances of kicking the field goal? There's a huge chance of missing the field goal, and then you just you just SOL. I would I would have lived honestly. I would have lived with Don in overtime. Like yo, we took these boys to the limit. We that. took it all the way to the to overtime with the pack with my backup. I would have trusted him to take us down the field. I truly believe making the Aaron two Rogers point though would have had time for that forty seconds. He would have won anyways. But the two point conversion though, like. How how I feel? It's a two point conversion. That's a lot of pressure on your backup. Like imagine the mental. You don't think coming imagine down the, the mental. Field, all fourth quarter was back was pressure. I mean, yes or no? It's yes wait, or no. It's not thinking. Wait, wait, wait. What you say? Was it pressure? Yeah. For him to come. Yeah, but it's him coming down the field is different from him winning the game off a two point conversion. Yes. Imagine how you feel coming off the field. Imagine how you feel coming off of there. Got to put that helmet on. No, then what we going for the two? So if I don't it make this. Happen on some. Oh, we threw a bomb in one play. Now we got okay. Now we're gonna score two. Like, bro, you gradually drove down this field, and now we scored. And now, fucking, we said we're going for two. Like, him we're, versus, we're still in it, bro. Him versus being play. him versus being in the groove and getting us back in the game is different from him going out there and telling him, "Yo, make the two point conversion and we win." If him you don't, being we lost. On the groove that got him in the end zone with the momentum to try to get the two point conversion versus him kicking the field goal, getting out of that groove, getting the ball back in overtime, and finding another groove to nah, get you down man. the field. I've just. I don't know. The mental game, and just imagine, imagine the defense. They so fucking ready. Think about it. They lose that game. Say they say, say they would have went for two. Got it. No, say they say they went to overtime, right? And 
They ended up winning the coin toss, taking the ball, getting only three points, and then losing because they let up a touchdown. Then it becomes, damn, coach, you know, you had a chance. You could have just pinned it in from the two. Damn, coach, you could have just tried to beat them boys right there where you had a chance. That was your best chance right there. You And I think that – I don't know that – Harbaugh thought it like that. I just thought he looked at it like, listen, this is a good opportunity to win this game right now. I don't think, I don't think, you know, I don't think people would have looked at it like that. I think people would have looked at it like, all right, bro, you pushed these boys to the limit. You took the Packers to right. overtime. You almost won. Versus now he lost to the two-point conversion. Now we're saying like, damn, these boys lost twice on trying to win the game right. on two-point conversions. I would just play the save and took it to overtime, and I got the backup quarterback. Yeah, I, I would have done that's a scary it. route. So I, <laughs> You want the risk. I feel you. I you want to yeah, live on the edge. Gotta, I feel you. Gotta, you got to risk it for the biscuit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes at least. But, but hey, what? Well, all respect to uh, all respect to my man. He played a great game. Yeah, Tyler yeah he Huntley, put shout yo, out to him, bro. and he looked just like Lamar out there. Shout literally. Out to him. literally. Hey, uh, I want to breeze over some trash games. Texans beat the Jaguars. Wait, hold on, before you do that, mm-hmm. Devin Hester, Arena Football. No way. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> greatest kick return ever. So Texans beat the Jaguars <laughs> in Jacksonville. Cowboys beat the Giants in New York. Uh, the Falcons lost to the 49ers in San Francisco, Santa Clara. Oh, my God. That was an awful game. I don't know why I watched that game. As I mentioned, the Saints did beat the Bucks. We said that the Packers beat the Ravens. The Jets lost to the Dolphins, and it was actually a good game. I, I knew it was going to be a good game. It was – listen, man, Tua Tagovailoa with the two picks, less than 200 yards passing. It wasn't too great. I think that the highlight of this game was – Mr. Duke Johnson from the U, 22 carries. This is the first time he's ran for over 100 yards in a game and the first time he scored multiple touchdowns. So shout out to him. Uh, Devontae Parker had him four grabs for 68 yards and a touchdown. And Tua, you know, I don't like the underthrows that I'm seeing. I don't like, you know, the fact that he doesn't have Jalen Waddle was a a big deal. But it's the Jets, man, and they made it too close of a game. The pick six he threw late was like – Preschool. I feel like, you know, it's crazy. I f- the Dolphins, honestly, man, I don't know what to say about Tua. I really don't. I'm not going to sit up here and say he's a bad quarterback. I'm not. But I'm not going to sit up here and say, like, he's, like, All I'm amazing. All I'm going to say is that they picked him five and the Chargers picked Justin Herbert six. And that's going to live with them forever. That's, yeah. that's all I'm going to say about Tua. Can I be real with you? I haven't seen, like, I haven't seen that flash from Tua. Like, I haven't seen that, like, oh, shit. Like, I haven't seen it. Yeah. The week started with the Chiefs beating the Chargers in a 34-28 Monday Night Football overtime game. Um, Which was a great game. Oh, my gosh. It was was a great game. And it was odd because there was a lot of – What's weird about it, though, is that there were so many red zone opportunities that were missed on both sides. There were fumbles, interceptions, and we were just like – fourth down conversions that weren't that weren't got and it was just like yo this is Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes and they're making these mistakes and their team can't punch it in and then it became a shootout late in the third fourth and and then in overtime I'm going to be real Travis with you Kelsey. when I think of when I think of two good quarterbacks playing each other that's exactly what I want to see like that's what I want to see right there two good ass and also how much times am I going to see uh Travis, uh, catch a ball and just strike. How much times have you done that this season, yo? He'd be striking ass, yo. He's so big, dog. It's crazy. Yep. 
He really do. Yeah, he be out of there. But um, no, that's that was a great game. Honestly, was that game of the year? Or am I like over? Am uh, I forgetting I about a game? I I I'll get I back probably to I probably game, forgot about a game that happened this year. year but it's I, definitely a more it's up there though. Game. It's up there. I I don't know, bro. To me, it was low key boring for the most part no, of it. For real. For me personally, I'm not gonna sit here and say it was. I feel like I I'm just, forgetting about a game that was. I'm probably forgetting about a game that's like, oh yeah, of course that's. Well, game yeah, I mean the Raiders Cowboys game on Thanksgiving was a good game. There you go. There you that go. Was I forgot all game. about that game. Yeah. There and you then go. I know that there was another game, uh, the the Bucks Colts game to me obviously was a good game. Um, oh yeah, that was. See, I for, I'm forgetting all about these games. Um, it's so much. It's. It's a few games. I got to kind of go back in the week and see, but. Yeah, there was some good games, so. But the Panthers Panthers lost to the Bills. <laughs> you can't oh, I'm bugging. It. The um, Ravens can't, and Chiefs game early in the season. Yes. That was a good Sunday game. Sunday night football. That was a good-ass game. Yeah. Panthers beat the Bills, Uh, lost to the Bills, 31-14. And what I was saying about Cam Newton is that it, it's just sad at this point. 18 for 38, 156 yards, picking a touchdown. And uh, the reads he's making and the throws he's trying to hit, it. It's not a good look, and and I just I just feel bad for him at this point. It's over. You call it over. Throwing the towel. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same. Fortunately, man, with all respect, I love Cam Newton, but sometimes you got to be honest with it, and we're seeing it, you know, on film. So, uh, the Steelers beating the Titans was a was a big thing for me as a Colts fan. Just getting one step closer to being able to say we could possibly win the division. It's a long what shot. What a great tackle. What a great tackle to end the game. Joe Hayden had Boy, that. Boy, that was inches. That was a that great stick. tackle. And um, Ben Roethlisberger threw for 148 yards. Ryan Tannehill threw for 153 yards. Dog, we be boosting uh, Roethlisberger confidence, and he's never going to retire. All right? <laughs> like, we just he's keep boosting He's definitely going to retire man. this season, so. This will definitely be the last of uh, what we see. But, I mean, when you got 18 yards rushing from your first-round pick, Najee Harris. Yeah, it's all tough, bro. Yeah. Deontay Foreman at least had 108 yards, you know, off 22 carries. I love how uh, Mike Tomlin uh, blew a kiss at the um, at the camera. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, yo, you guys are doing bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mike Tomlin kisses. talked his shit after the Ravens failed that two-point conversion, too. He was like, they didn't try that, like, like that was gonna work, type. He's so confident. Yeah, he's so he's confident. My guy. So, hey man, look, week fifteen was good. We're gonna talk about week sixteen. Uh, we'll we'll kind of we'll pro- probably breeze through it next week because Thursday, you know, I, I think we're gonna have a Christmas is coming up this week, mm. this weekend. So Facts. everybody that's listening, hope you have a happy holidays and spend time with your peoples and Facts. and get lit. But um, you know, we won't have a episode later on in the week. But we got something special for you guys on the way back. We're gonna, we gonna, yeah, we're gonna get it back. We're gonna get it rolling. And um, I do want to mention the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley fight. And before that, it was Frank Gore and Darren Williams, and that was entertaining as hell. It was a funny fight. That was a funny fight. Hey, yo, Darren was, Williams did disrespect Frank Gore by. I really, really thought Frank Gore had this, and you know what's crazy? Only reason why I thought he was going to beat Darren Williams up is just because how he runs the ball. Is that is that so bad to say? Just because he's a par back, I really thought Frank Gore had this one going, man. That boy was tired. They were both tired, but Frank Gore he ended up putting his hands down at one point and got hit for it. That was when he got the meme where he getting hit in the corner, yeah, looking crazy. He looked, yeah, he was looking lost out there. I don't know how you train for a fight for so long and then like you just. Now, but Darren Williams looking. said it. He's like, "Yo, you spar." He's like, "I felt like my last five sparring sessions were good, successful." 
But once you get in that ring, yo, like everything just go out the window, and it's just like that's the crazy part because you really you don't really know. I mean, you try to put, you try to mentally get yourself prepared for what's gonna come out there, but it's. We see it happen with everybody. Everybody yeah. always say, like, hey, man, I've been sparring today. It's just like, yeah, that's cool. Get your ass in the ring and let's see what's going on. Yeah. But that fight was uh, that fight was very entertaining. Thankfully, it, because the Jake Paul one. Um, and w- when we say we want to talk about it, we take it with we talk about it with a grain of salt. We don't want to sit here and make it some marquee matchup or, you know, we know what it is. It's entertainment. It's funny. We do it for view or, like, for, for <laughs> memes and content like that. But – Truly, as boxing fans, or at least, you know, I'm a bigger boxing fan, and I have respect for the sport, so I like to see when, like, Lomachenko fought, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. I watched the Bud Crawford fight. I, you know, I, don't, I mean, if you're a boxing fan, in some way, you got to enjoy this a little bit. Um, You got to enjoy it some way. I mean, it's not to say I didn't enjoy it. I definitely enjoyed it because at the end of the day, when it's Saturday night and you're chilling with your guys, you're vibing, right? It's something to watch. I'm not going to go out and watch it. I'm not going to go do something. I'm not going to make a thing out of it. But it's entertaining. Like you can have a you, yes you can have no. a party yes around that fight. No. To be real with you, yeah, that's the that's the it's vibe. entertaining. But, yeah, but that's not watching a fight. Is my point. Like having a party, it's not like I'm going to invite everybody to come watch the Jake Paul fight. No, I'll invite y'all to vibe on a Saturday night, and then I'll have the fight running in the background. Yeah. But I'm I mean, not gonna just sit here and just oh Jake Paul fight tonight. Everybody want to come over and 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 drink and drink and watch fights. It's like, definitely something that I'm not gonna. It's definitely something that I'm not gonna be talking with my boys. Like yo, who you think are gonna win? Like it's not one of those things for me. It's not serious at all, and it just does hold a little bit of entertainment value because of how they're talking to each other. I mean, obviously there's a buildup in every boxing fight and every fight. It's pay per view, so and plus they everyone sell it. And plus everyone wants to see the car crash. You want to see him get beat up, right? But it's not gonna happen. Not, not, it's, not yeah, now. it's not looking like it's not ever going to happen. Tyron Woodley, Tyron Woodley got. Mm-mm. Can I say I felt kind of confident that he was coming back for a second one? I was like, all right, he might. Jake he might. Paul? No, Woodley. I thought Woodley would a little do it better. Do a little better because it's like his second fight coming back. He was back. still scared. Honestly, he still looked worse. On. Honestly, he looked worse in the first one. Be real with you. Like, that shit was crazy. He got his ass dropped. And, like, yeah. Yeah, his he got his ass dropped. Honestly, that was way that was yeah that was way worse than uh, Nate Robinson shit. His feet was out. That shit was crazy. So yeah, that was. I mean, the highlight from it was like you told me the YMCA shit. Jake Paul coming out to YMCA definitely definitely blew my mind, and we definitely <laughs> caught a vibe off of listening to it. So Gotta, shout out to him. It's like a new appreciation for that song, right? Shout out to him for that. So you got anything else you want to finish off with? Ah, uh, yeah, 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 man. A few things, man. We haven't been here in a long time, so it's a mm. lot of shout-outs. Shout-out to Steph mm. Curry for um becoming the new all-time leader in three points. I get to witness that in my yeah. generation. I get to tell my kids about the night that I seen him do that That's shit. Funny. Um, And Jesus Christ, ESPN, please stop showing me that play. I get it, man. I get it. Steph they, Curry? Yeah, yeah. goddamn. I get it, Wiggins. Like, I, I get it. Um, What else? Oh, hey, if you're hearing this, people that we had on – the show before, go fit. Tragedy that happened, you feel me? The gym was burned down. You know, bullshit that happens. It's kind of fucked up that it happened. But if you're hearing this, man, please, please go check them out on Instagram. Uh, if you can find the Instagram real quick and just uh, shout it out. They I have believe the- it's at GoFit, G-O-E-F-I-T. They got a GoFundMe link. Uh, you know, 
obviously thoughts and prayers out to them so that everything can get better and they can bounce back. We know that they're going to bounce back because of, you know, how strong-minded they are as individuals, but at Facts. the end of the day, we want to make the like process happening. Yeah. We want to make the process quicker for them because when it comes down to that working out shit, we can actually say that they are passionate about it, yeah. more than passionate, yeah. and they really sensitive about their shit, man. Yeah, man. Like any, and family, like any. So we definitely gonna you know try to help in, in any way we can, and uh, obviously spread a word so that people listening can help any way they can. Facts. So go to at GoFit on Instagram. G O E F I T and visit the GoFundMe if you can help or spread the word. We yeah, man, that. anything helps. Share all that shit, man. It's it's the best shit, and they they good people besides everything, man. So yeah, man. definitely shout, shout out, out to, to the them. boys. <laughs> hey, listen, another shout out goes to uh, Deion Sanders for flipping Travis Hunter from Florida State to Jackson State. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, and, and that's one of the biggest flips that we've seen in years, if not in history. So. Shout out to him getting him to the HBCU, and then he gets his NIL deal, and and you know he's gonna make 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 a nice chunk of change. So shout out to him, and uh, man, appreciate y'all for listening. Happy holidays. <laughs>